Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. As you go for a rest, often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving. Hello again, it's Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, ride on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us in the Hercules Tires studios here in Concord, North Carolina. Steve Post flying solo this week. Aaron uh, Evernham is on special assignment. And so uh, we are, you're, you're stuck with me. And uh, we are going to have a great time talking sprint car racing. So glad that you've chosen to spend a little time with us here on Wing Nation. Joining us on the program today, Aaron Reitzel, the newly crowned three-time All-Star Circuit of Champions champion. And Dominic Selsey. Going to talk a little California Maury Williams classic results and racing with Dominic Selzy. So we are glad to have those gentlemen join us and glad to have you joining us as well. So uh, really at the top of the program, don't want to knock over my Hercules Tire strongman here. If you're watching the video, you see him here in the foreground. But um, before before we get into our classic ink screen printing and embroidery hot topics, and, and, and maybe this slides into them actually, um, silly season. Johnny Gibson tweeted something last night about his grid that he has as the announcer. He has had to make all kinds of changes. And when you think about it and look at it, he's right. Um, Jason Johnson Racing, we had David Gravel on a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about this upcoming weekend and the potential conflict he had. We know David's story, okay? He is trying to scratch together a NASCAR career and has a deal with Chevrolet was supposed to run multiple races this year. COVID hit. He had one race. He finished 10th up in Michigan, and now he gets that second race. So do you jump out of the new opportunity, or do you stay put? David Gravel has chosen to jump onto the new opportunity, okay? And um, Shane Stewart gets to slide down into the Jason Johnson racing number 41 this weekend. It's for races at Lakeside and Lake of the Ozark Speedway, which is the Jason Johnson Classic, okay? so. Well, Parker Price Miller was over there, but Parker Price Miller, he is going to the Indy Race Parts, number 71 team. 
where Shane Stewart was, and it sounds like next week Shane Stewart will be back for a two-car effort, I, I think. All right, I think. Stay tuned, okay? Sam McKee Motors, Sam McGee Motorsports. Zeb Wise announced that after their all-star circuit of champion season together, they're no longer going to race together. Ian Madsen jumps into the number 11 car for the balance of the season. And Paul McMahon and Tom Book are going to part ways. And uh, Paul McMahon is on the market looking for a ride. We will talk to Paul McMahon on our podcast later this week. So there you have it. As of uh, 12.03 Eastern Standard, yes, Eastern Daylight Time, (laughs) where we're at with Silly Season. Uh, Here we go. It's that time of year, and it is uh, kind of become the norm in the world of sprint car racing as everyone is jockeying for position as we look to close out the season and look to roll on to 2021. Let's do get to our classic ink screen printing and embroidery hot topics and uh, Port Royal Speedway, the Nittany Showdown. It was the World of Outlaws versus the Pennsylvania Posse versus Kyle Larson, winner, winner, Kyle Larson. Swept the weekend. Friday night led flag to flag. Saturday had to work for this one. Um, Lance uh, DeWeese bounced it off the wall and kind of gave up the top spot. And then, really, um, Brent Marks was just rolling at the end of that one. And had not been for a late caution, he might have won that race, uh, taking it off from Kyle Larson. He had passed him, and a caution came out. And the way the scoring went, uh, Larson was the leader and was able to fend him off from that point forward. 19th and 20th, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car wins for the career for Kyle Larson. This just blows my mind. It ties him with Greg Hodnett, 27th on the list. Uh, it's his 12th World of Outlaw win this season in 24 starts and 41st win in 81 starts. The sprint car world is rejoicing because apparently Kyle Larson is going late model in silver crown racing this coming weekend. Fremont Speedway, the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. The Ollie's Bargain Outlet, All-Star Circuit of Champions. Friday night winner is Cap Henry. Cap has had such a great season. 12 wins overall. It's his second win at Fremont. I think it's his third career All-Star win. So uh, starting to wind down and wrap up what is a great season for Cap Henry. And speaking of a great season, Saturday night it was Aaron Reitzel led all the way. 11th All-Star win this season. We're going to talk with Aaron Reitzel, who is now a three-time Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions Champions. So we'll talk to Reitzel about all of that and where he's at as far as that goes. Lernerville Speedway, the race winner was Cy Lynch, the champion. We had him on our television program last week. A.J. Flick, complete chaos. And I love this. The Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association. Now, this is a tour of 410 sprinters. They run Ohio South, okay, the southern half of Ohio, uh, I think they may get up to Wayne County, uh, but Atomic Speedway and then some dirt tracks in West Virginia. They were at uh, I-77 Raceway in West Virginia and Ohio Valley Speedway in West Virginia. And uh, Ricky Peterson swept the weekend, took them both. And so there you have it, wrapping up the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association 2020 campaign. So there you have it, your Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery Hot Topics. Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery. You can find out while drivers like Sheldon Hodenshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, David and Ashley Strummy with Lethal Chassis, Tony Stewart, Brian Brown, and more. They choose Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery, as we do with our Wing Nation gear, offering full custom driver apparel and crew wear options, full-service embroidery department, specializing in headwear and outerwear, an experienced design team, dedicated sales department. Oh, they have got it all. and you can find out more by going to www.classicinkusa.com. 
Speaking of classics, it was Saturday night. It was the Maury Williams Legends Tribute Race out at uh, Peter Murphy's Keller Auto Speedway. Race number one of Twim 20s, Mitchell Facento takes the lead from Kyle Hurst. And then, well, things got crazy as uh, our buddy Bobby Gerald had the call on Flow Racing. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. At the right flag, they race into turn number one. Facino getting away from Hurst down the back straightaway. Mitchell Facino switch grooves. A.J. Bender is off the pace and into the infield. We're clean to run to the checkered flag. Off of turn number four, Kyle Hurst jumps up over the 37 and gets it done with an amazing feature event win here in the first 20. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Pride. Passion. Performance. We are. We are. We are Team Dryden. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires rolling along here. We are so glad you are spending time with us. And let's go right to it. The Dry Dean Hotline joining us fresh off from the win Saturday night. $10,000 victory at Fremont in the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. 11th All-Star win of the season and now a three-time champ. Aaron Reitzel joins us. Hello, Aaron. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, guys, good to be back. Man, it's great to chat with you after a big win like that on Saturday night. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. It looked to me, I watched the race on Flow Racing, it looked to me like you had a technical, tricky racetrack there on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it really was. Um, it was kind of the same way the first night as well, just not as extreme. And, um, you know, it, it, got, it got as slick as Fremont gets. But it had a few pretty deep ruts that still had a lot of moisture in them from the trucks that ran that night. And, uh, you know, the first night, it the holes could have been utilized just as well. And, uh, you know, all I knew all I had to do was run top 13, and the next night was going to be over, and the next night was going to be 10,000 to win. And <laughs> I caught myself running forward a little bit, and then I'd run through a hole and about turn it over or fall off the racetrack. So, it was kind of a bummer that I didn't get to go up there and have fun running through the holes because I was points racing. But luckily, the next night was exactly the same. And like you said, it was it was really technical because if you could get in, if you could get in a hole and get turned right and get pointed down the straightaway, you made a lot of speed doing it. But it was uh, it was really technical. I, I, I was fascinated watching you uh, as you navigated lap traffic and, and also one of the drivers behind you, Cole Duncan, passed a whole lot of cars. Fascinated to watch it because 
to me, how much over the does over the course of a race like that does it change much, or does lap traffic put you in different positions? How do you? I mean, how how much does it adjust, or, or does it move around, or doesn't it move around during a running of a race? Yeah, so that that race there, it did change a lot. Okay. The first, even from the from the green to the checkered, the track actually flicked up uh, more and more and it was almost like the holes got smaller and smaller or just the moisture went away it let more in them and uh, I found myself having to change my lines up a little bit but then when you get to traffic it was you really had to pick and choose your lines in traffic because there was nowhere to really land a slider so it was more your momentum racing so you had to pick and choose your battles on sliding guys and you really had to make sure and kind of mess them up so then they would lose their momentum and not just drive back by because there was a couple guys that I slid and I was just you know slid right across them but and they didn't ever have to change their line or nothing and you know it wasn't their fault I'd I'd lose 20 30 miles an hour and they'd drive right back by me and pull me half a straightaway so it was it was a technical race and that's uh that's how I like when it's when it's like that and we're not just zinging around the top or something when it it gets technical and the driver has a lot more to do with things and you have to think your way around the racetrack it was fascinating to watch it really truly was i i enjoyed every lap of watching it and just seeing how you guys navigated all the challenges you said something there okay and in a couple weeks ago we had lance deweese on and he talked about not only thinking about what you do for your race car, but what you do impacting, maybe maybe slowing down somebody else. Aaron, how big of a part of that is 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 the game? How big while you're leading or while you're running? How big is defense part of your your your, your driving as you race these four ten sprint cars? It is it is massive, and it's yeah. something that uh, I've really had to learn a lot in the last three years. Where uh, you just you don't see that much in 360 racing and 410 racing it's everyone's so good and our everyone's cars are so good that you when you pass a guy you have to make sure and get past him and you know even when you're planning to pass him you have to you almost have to plan on how you're going to mess him up and mess his momentum up because if you don't then you know you've already you've probably already pulled out a line or through the slider or something and kind of slowed your momentum down. So if he just goes back by you, you know, sometimes the guy that was running behind you, it gets the run now and then he gets by you. So it's a, it's, it's a big, it's a really big deal. And the, I think one of the bigger strategies on the defensive side is starts and restarts. That's a, that's a really big part of uh, the 410 racing as well too, on, you know, making sure where you, don't leave a hole open for a guy because you know everyone's so aggressive they're going to take it but yet you're still trying to make sure you get the guy in front of you or it's it's a tough game do other drivers tendencies factor into it so you know you know this one might likely do this or this one likes to do that does does that factor in particularly with the guys you run on a regular basis with there's there's you definitely have your few guys that you know for sure what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, if if you get a guy like you get a guy like Macedo in front of you and then you have a guy in front of him that typically doesn't run the top and ever or run it hard or you know it might be on the fence and well, you know where Macedo's going. <laughs> and so you just have you just have a few guys like that where you know 
what their game plan is. And, and uh, I definitely I don't mean that in a bad way. Macedo's just a guy that runs really hard, and you know he's going to take take his chances on pounding the top or something. So uh, you have a few guys that you know which way they're going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kyle Larson referenced it over at Port Royal. He thought Lance was chasing him, and then when uh, when Brett Marks drove around him. Uh, and the caution came out. He had a three-lap run, and he knew with Marks behind him, he had to, he knew likely where Brent was going to be as opposed to where Lance was going to be. And I, I find that fascinating, and I just love and I appreciate you breaking that down for us, um, just the different drivers and their tendencies. Aaron Reitzel, our guest here on the Dry Dean Hotline. Aaron, um, boy, I'll tell you what, beginning of the year, you set out to be an all-star champion. This year has certainly been unconventional in how it's played out, but uh, mission accomplished uh I'll tell you what, it's it, it's it's been a challenging year for everybody, but it uh, has to be a sense of accomplishment with all of the, the, the twists and turns in the road to be able to knock down another championship. Yeah, it really was, and just thankful that we, everyone, you know, worked as hard as they did to get us, get all our racing in and, you know, all the rescheduling, and it was a challenging year for everyone, just the organizations, the tracks, the teams. I mean, we'd be you know, we'd be sitting at the shop in Knoxville on Monday and it, they would announce that we're racing port on Friday. It seemed like, so, uh, you just, you never knew. Um, but it, you know, all in all, it still, it ended up being, I felt like a good year for everything that was thrown at, at the racing community this year. I felt like all in all, it was still a good year. I think we got quite a bit of big races in and, um, just thankful for it. Cause I know there was a time that we didn't think we were going to get any big racing in. So, uh, I felt like, Everyone's still got a lot of racing in and uh, got some big ones in. Yeah, no doubt. It really is. It's uh, it's fascinating the way it did play out and the way we kind of rolled through it uh, over the course of time. So so when you look at this, of course, you win the All-Star Championship and everything. Um, the other big races kind of assess where you were at with some of the other big races and, and, and what you needed to do maybe, or maybe getting rid of Kyle Larson might have been the biggest thing, but what, what you needed to do in some of those other races to, to, to get the success that you were looking for. Um, yeah, I don't know. I seem, it seemed like we just kind of had some bad luck at some of the bigger races, yeah. th- races this year where, you know, Knoxville, I felt like, um, I felt like we were a second or third place car. Definitely Kyle was in a league of his own at Knoxville. Um, and you know, we had a drive, um, a drive line issue in the rear end and, uh, you know, the 360, 360 nationals, I guess that was be one of the bigger races this year, you know, uh high points going into the into the um prelim night a and get to second and you know that's going to be starting us on the front row and the strip out the set of gears like oh, that's just something you don't see so i just kind of felt like we had a, some bad luck in our bigger racing and i think there was a couple of them that we just uh we just struggled on and we weren't very good and um i mean even like the national open you know i don't I don't. I think we were probably a top ten car, not a top five car. But and then that mud clot came through and broke the shield. So it just it's like all the bigger racing this year. We just had some struggles. I'm glad you mentioned that mud clot coming through and breaking the shield. Can what is that like? <laughs> well, it was. I didn't. I really didn't see it coming. Um, you know, all the Twitter warriors that say that we should have mandatory rock guards and stuff no one asked which way it came from it came through the side so i mean maybe that'll shut a few people up but 
Yeah, it. Um, I never really seen it coming. It just it kind of stunned me, and then I saw my shield was broke, and um, you know that just that day there, there was a lot of I don't know really what was going on. There was just a lot of uh, loose dirt that was clumped together in the middle of the track, and uh, just there was a guy that ran through the middle, I guess, that flung it across, and you know just part of racing. But it was uh, it was a shock for sure because not seeing it coming and just all of a sudden my shields broke i can't imagine that i just can't imagine that at that speed out there that's 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 crazy that's where uh separates uh separates race car drivers from radio guys that's for sure um balance balance of uh balance of the year where you where you headed to over the next few weeks here as we start to wind down the 2020 season uh we're gonna run the end of the outlaw outlaw swing and then I'm going to go out and run the Tarleton race in the Dennis and Teresa Roth car. Oh, nice. Nice. A little California action there at the end of the season, huh? I get at least get one night in out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is cool. Yeah, California has been, been just brutal this year, that's for sure. Aaron, when we, when we, look, at, when we look at off-season 2020, COVID, traveling, do you do you are do you have plans? What's the game plan? Are you are you going down under? Are you not allowed to go down under? What's what's the plan as we as we wrap this one up? I don't I don't think we're still allowed to go down yeah. under. I have my fingers crossed. I mean, I still uh still have an opportunity to go down there if we're allowed to and I would sure love to. I, I had a hell of a time there last year and actually when I left, you know, we I planned with the seller family, I was gonna bring my family down and we we're gonna uh, spend Christmas with them, and uh, we just got to know them and got to be such good friends in that short amount of time. And so it's a real bummer that, as of right now, we don't get to go. Um, I don't think much traveling. Um, you know, last year I went out and did all the midget stuff in California at the end of the year, and uh, I don't think that's happening this year. And so uh, I don't know. It's probably just be a, uh, I guess, a quiet off season at home. Uh, hanging out with the kiddos, which doesn't sound too bad either. No, no, it doesn't. Speaking of the kiddos, um, you had the big win on Saturday night, but it sounds like, and we we, we chatted about your your son uh, racing uh, racing there. Sounds like uh, he saw you and raised you a win. He's got his first win on Saturday night, right? He did. That was uh, that was something special. That's first thing. First thing I said when I got out of the car is I asked Shelby, "How did he do?" And he hadn't quite ran yet. So then. We made it back to the trailer in time to watch race monitor, and that was beyond stressful. <sighs> He's leading, and then, uh, you know, all of a sudden it looks like they're t- side by side at the line because the times were tied. And so then oh, that was stressful. I don't even know how to explain it. But it was uh, that was definitely cool to uh, see him get here, come home and talk to him about his first win. Uh, he was beyond pumped to tell me all about it. and fill me all in and so it was uh it was cool really cool um couldn't be more proud of him he's he wanted to win bad this year and that was actually his last chance to get a win so nice. uh really proud of him and jerry jensen he the, he took carson racing and really got got him turned around this year on his uh his race program so uh can't thank him enough either that is great. That is great. I watch that race monitor, and and there are times where it's like I'm jumping up and down trying to figure it out. I can't imagine the dad fact that as a dad what that must have been like. My God, it was stressful. That's for sure. 
Yeah, because you can see enough, but you can't see it all. That's, oh, God, that's crazy. Well, that's good stuff. I'm glad Carson got the win, and I'm glad you picked up the win, and congratulations again on that championship. Thanks again for joining us here on Wing Nation, Aaron. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. There we go. Aaron Reitzel, the three-time, now three-time, Ollie's Bargain Outlet, Circuit of Champions champion after that big one up at Fremont. And by the way, I'm so glad the All-Stars are racing at Fremont. Okay, we had a few years where that didn't happen, and there is something missing on the all-star calendar if they're not going to the the uh, Sandusky County Fairgrounds there at Fremont. I, I love it, and, and this year, the way things worked out, they ended the season there with the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. That was fantastic. Our friends at Plan B Sales was founded in 2010. They started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor, and now they are a distributor of Auto World. Of course, Chase Authentics and Lionel continue green light collectible, sand bass artwork, brand art, university of racing lines, and a whole lot more. They have a huge inventory. One of the things I love about Plan B sales is that they love their dirt track racers as much as we do. Partnerships with Kyle Larson, with Ricky Stenhouse Jr., with Christopher Bell and others. And right now, if you go on there, and you know, by the way, it's not too soon to do that Christmas and holiday shopping. You go on and you use the promo code MRN. That's promo code MRN at planbsales.com. You can get yourself a uh, free shipping. Free shipping. Uh, Christopher Bell was just there not too long ago signing things, so there's a whole bunch of Christopher Bell autographed items as well on there. So www.planbsales.com. Stay with us. When we come back, Dominic Selzy, he'll join us next. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to check out. Uh, listening to Ashley and Donnie and Tony talking about apples. Okay, I'm, I, we have Dominic Selzy coming up. I'll get to that here in just a second. But last weekend, I made a Washington apple crisp with a big dollop of ice cream on it using sage fruit apples. You can go to my uh, Twitter, at the Postman 68 The recipe is there and a picture is there. And uh, so, But now seeing and listening to Ashley and Donnie and Tony talking about it, I need to do that again. So our friends at Sage Fruit, another one of our great partners here on Winged Nation. It was a wild one out at Keller Auto Speedway on Saturday night. The first one, uh, we, we talked about this spectacular finish. The second one was a little less spectacular in the finish, but I am sure Victory Lane was nowhere or less, or, no, or not, a, not a quiet, not a, not a calm moment as well, because whenever this guy wins, a party breaks out. Dominic Selzy joins us on the Drydeen Hotline. Hello, Dominic. Welcome into Wing Nation. How are we doing, guys? Uh, I am doing, we are doing fantastic. Um, how are you doing? Congratulations on, uh, on, on winning that second 20 on Saturday night. 
Thanks. That was pretty cool. You know, we started uh, started 11th in that feature, and um, man, it was a lot of work to do there in, in a short amount of time. So pretty cool to be able to drive all the way up through there and get the win from 11th, and uh, you know, to do it in the zero car at the Williams Memorial. Um, you know, Kyle, I, I actually I led laps. I started fourth and took the lead there on Friday night, and led some laps, and then Kyle got by me and to win, and then Kyle won the first feature, and then we won the second feature. So seems like you had to drive a zero car if you wanted to win this weekend, and that was pretty darn cool. I am a lover of California sprint car racing, but don't know a whole lot about it other than knowing that zero car is famous for sure. And and Maury Williams, the tribute race, the Legends tribute race. Tell me, tell us about Maury Williams, who he was, and uh, and 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 why that was such a neat deal. So you know, growing up in California and traveling with what my dad used to do, we we would always go to the sprint car races. And for me, the '83 car and the zero car were the two most special, famous race cars in the country, um, or in, in California at least. And, and I, have, I have such a great relationship with Todd and Dennis and Teresa um, over there at Roth Motorsports. And, you know, I'd always wanted to drive the zero car. And, and it, you know, it's no secret. I, I have let that out in the open. Um, when, when I started racing sprint cars, Jonathan Allard was in the zero, and I really learned a lot from him. He taught me a lot of, you know, how to use the brake and what to look for in a racetrack when, um, you know, when it's getting slick or, or, you know, when there's holes, how to drive the race car a little bit differently. I really learned a lot. So I always felt a closeness to the zero car. And then, um, you know, I lost my, uh, my grandfather, both my grandfathers back in 2013. And Maury sort of, in a way, took that place. And, uh, you know, every race that Maury came to, I would always go talk to him. And I just really enjoyed him. He was, um, you know, he was, he was a no bullshit kind of guy and um, you know, somebody that just loved the sport. And, you know, he did so much for NARC racing out here. He did so much for sprint car racing out here. The zero car was a staple of California racing. So to be able to drive it and, uh, you know, to honor Maury and Katie like that was, was very special. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it. Old owners like that, uh, one, one of the things, I, I don't need to get too far off the reservation, is the state of the sport and all this big stuff that uh, uh, where, where we're at and where we're going with all of this. But, boy, old owners like that are tough to come by, and they are treasures, aren't they? They are. You know, I, I was so lucky last year being able to race for Dennis and Teresa yeah. and Todd over at Roth. And, yep. um, you know, I mean, they're, they're just wonderful people. And when you ever get the chance to, to do something like that and drive for, you know, a, a team like Roth or a team like Williams, there's so much history behind it. I think it raises your game that much more. It makes you want to do that much better. So, um, you know, I've been able to put my name on a short list of guys that have been able to win in both cars now. And, um, you know, I'm just honored to have been able to know Maury when he was alive. And, you know, Katie is such a, she's just a gift to this world. She's awesome. And, um, you know, Ashley Smith over there who basically runs the team, um, you know, he's been around there a long time as well. So it was really neat to be able to do that. My crew chief, Jimmy Carr, he used to drive the zero car. So, it was really neat for him to be t- turning wrenches on the zero car and, and us get a win together there. How, how is Jimmy doing? He's awesome. It's his birthday today, actually. He turned 37 today. 37? Wow, boy, he doesn't look that at all. <laughs> I know. He doesn't look a day over 28. Yeah, exactly. How is that, <laughs> How does that work for you to have that veteran leadership on your program out there? It's, you know, it's a lot of fun. I, I think this year has been really stressful just yeah. Um, you know, every race we've gone to this year has been so tough. You know, every all-star race, every outlaw race, you, you got everyone there. And, um, you know, there's been times where we've been really good. And there's been times where we've struggled and, um, you know, all in all, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, uh, you know, with the speed that we've had here, you know, at, out here this weekend. And, um, you know, the biggest thing for me is I, I, I feel so good in the slick whenever, 
the racetrack gets slowed down, I really feel like we can make stuff happen. And, um, you know, we were so lucky to, to be able to knock off an all-star win, which I, I didn't think I'd ever get an all-star win. You know, I really haven't raced them a whole lot. We won an all-star race earlier in the year. And, um, you know, I think Jimmy and I get along really well. And, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun racing with him. How screwy has this year been with not knowing where you're going? You're And you throw in the fact that you're a California-based team. Um, how how strange has this year been? There's no way to put it other than this is just 2020. Yeah. I mean, everything that's gone down, um, you know, we, with, you know, COVID and, and you know, the the racing and, and races being canceled, races being put on, it's just, it's the most screwy year. Like, to me, it, it almost doesn't even count as a year. It's, you know, 21 or 2020 part one, and next year's going to be 2020 part two because it's not, it's not that it's been a bad year by any means. You know, it, yes, it's terrible that we lost the Kings Royal and the Knoxville Nationals, but. I think we really made chicken soup out of chicken shit. And, and, you know, as a community, our racing this year has been incredible. Um, you know, watching the, you know, the ever, ever changing tide of the world of outlaws, you look at the amount of guys that can win on a, any given night. It's incredible. Um, I think our racing is really good, but this year has just been, it, it, it's been as weird as it comes, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you, you assess it perfectly well. It has been, it has been screwy. That is for sure. Getting out and racing in the Midwest and then coming back home to California, how, how does that help you as a racer? It's huge. Um, you know, the first year we went out there in 2016, you know, I, I'd won a couple races in a sprint car, you know, maybe, probably about, I was good for one or maybe two a year if I got lucky. And, you know, the first, I would say, what, that'd be four years of my career, I, I really honestly didn't do a whole lot. We were, you know, fast at times. Um, then when I, we traveled that year, I got my ass kicked everywhere we went, we came home and then bam, we won right away and we were really fast. And then 2017 rolls around and we went a couple races in the Midwest and then we're really good when we get home. And I feel like it's just really been such a wonderful progression for me as you go back there and you feel like, man, these guys are just kicking my butt left and right. You come home and you have so much more speed and so much more confidence than you did before when you left. Um, so to me, when you race with the best guys like the outlaws and the all-stars night in and night out, you can't help but make yourself better. And, um, you know, I've just been, I've been so lucky to be able to travel and see all these cool different racetracks. And, um, you know, actually, I guess now's a good time to, um, you know, announce that there's more silly season going on Uh yesterday on Monday. It seemed like everyone was changing rides and stuff. And I'm actually, uh, got the phone call last night. I'm finishing the year out on the outlaw tour with the 83 car. So I guess we're, we're not done yet. Wow. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Breaking news. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know, I, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, Jimmy and I, and, and my guys are going to go back there and finish the year out. So, uh, it should be pretty fun. And, um, I, I, I definitely didn't see that coming and I don't think really anyone did, but, um, you know, Hey, we, we've been, you know, we had a great relationship with the Roth family and, um, you know, to run the last five races out there for them is pretty neat. You know, for me, it's kind of cool. Cause Hey, I, I get to finish off you know, the year going back to the Midwest for a little bit. Cause, you know, as you know, next year I'll be, you know, staying in California. So it's pretty neat to be able to finish the year out with them. Yeah, congratulations. That is great news. Breaking news right here on Wing Nation. I love it. Add that to the silly season. Poor TJ Slideways, man. He's going to have to write a whole other blog about the whole thing. What a, what a, what my a, goodness. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's good. Good to, good, good to add. That's yeah, for, there's been a lot of moving around. Boy, I'll say that's fantastic. But congratulations. That is great to hear for sure. When, you you talk about next year. Your was was the plan to stay in California. I guess my question is, where are you at, Dominic, as a, as a racer? What in in a perfect world, what is this going to look like, or don't or don't we know yet? 
You know, I, I really don't know. I, I One thing I know for sure is I'm by no means done racing. Yeah. Um, I, I want to race a million times a year if I could. But um, I, I'll i be honest with you, I, I love working here at Selzy Enterprises. I really enjoy it um, from welding dump bodies up to buying materials to learning about our scheduling and, and, you know, following my dad around to see all the problem solving he has to deal with every day. It's so neat to me that what my uncle and my dad have created that, you know, I'm learning to be a part of that. And our business is something that is ever changing and it's ever growing. And um, I, there's so much for me to learn here. Being able to, to come home and have the opportunity to, to work here and to learn this business is something that, you know, I, I would take as, as high as, as being able to, to run the Outlaw Tour. This is, this is a gift, truly is. A, and I'm so lucky to be able to be in this position. And I'm at the age where, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I can keep racing and going and having fun there in the Midwest, but uh, you know, I'm looking at my future and, and what's best for me and my family. And, and you know, I think, um, you know, being able to learn this family business and, and hopefully, you know, one day being able to be in charge of it is something that's going to better me for years to come. And, you know, my dad and I have talked about it several times. You know, who, who says that in five to, you know, ten years that may, maybe we'll be able to go back out there in the Midwest and things will be, um, you know, run the, the way they need to be run here and, and I'll have enough knowledge to where I can go back and forth. But right now it's just so hard for me to go back and forth and really think in all the knowledge that I'm taking in uh, is very hard. Yeah. There's it, it's, it's two full-time jobs is what it is. And and they're both, they're both uh, intense full-time jobs. It sounds like. Yeah, no, it really is. You know, we work, uh, we work six to four twenty here at Selzy enterprises and, you know, I'm going to bed at seven thirty, eight o'clock, waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's, um, it's a lot different than being on the road. When we're on the road, I wake up at nine thirty, ten o'clock, maybe even ten thirty if I'm, <laughs> if I'm feeling really good and we go to sleep at three o'clock, three thirty in the morning. So, um, I feel like it's almost polar opposites from one another, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm really, I love being home with my dogs, my girlfriend and, um, uh, you know, uh, my family. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to be home every day. I, I didn't, didn't know if, at first if I would enjoy it as much as I do, but, Man, I really like it. I like going to work and learning something. And, uh, you know, you start on the bottom of the totem pole. So I have so much still to learn, and I'm learning so much now that um, it's, it's a whole different animal, and it's, it's a new challenge in life that I'm really enjoying. Final question for you here, uh, getting back a little bit to the racing side, and, and I love to hear that on your personal side. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a guy that loves contentment and, and, and joy and happiness and peace, and it sounds like you've, 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 you've earned and gained all of that. But back to the racing side, and I know it's a tough year to read, but um, you, you had a chance to run with King of the West in California, and I know we don't have grandstands. Um, the team's hanging in out there. Is everyone surviving this all right out there and looking forward to 2021? Man, I'm telling you what, it's pretty tough out here. Our, yeah. our governor is not doing a good job of, of letting racing happen and letting really people get back to living life. So um, I'm really hoping things start opening up here soon. Uh, you know, we're, we're just now being able to sit in restaurants. I think we were the last state or the next last state to be able to open up. So things are really tight out here. And, um, you know, we got to stay safe. We got to do it the right way. But I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, within the next, uh, you know, next few months, we'll be able to get the green light to put fans to the stands. Peter Murphy has done such an amazing job with King Speedway. And uh, there's a lot of people out here that want to race and a lot of businesses that are still doing construction are, are doing well. We just got to be able to get everything open back up to where the money's coming in and people are able to spend it and uh, get back to racing. Cause there's so many fans that want to come to the races and man, it's so hard to put events on without fans and guys like Peter Murphy and uh, uh, Scott Russell up there in Placerville, they're, they're doing it somehow. Uh, they're just scraping by, but you know we 
desperately need to open back up out here. Yeah, I've been I've been following along with a lot of it on Flow Racing, and the racing is continues to be spectacular. There's such great teams out there, and and I'm with you. Fingers crossed, we'll get these things resolved, and 2021 will be a much better year. Well, Dominic, congratulations on the win in that zero car on Saturday night, and as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. There we go, Dominic Selzy joining us here on the program. Fascinating, always to talk about him. And how about that? We talked about silly season earlier on. Well, I had another one, but Dominic in the eighty-three car to round down the world of outlaw season. The automobile industry is the backbone of America's economy, and Ford chooses to invest more in America because of its rich heritage here. The Blue Oval employs more U.S. hourly workers and assembles more vehicles in America than any other automaker by a wide margin. So. Whether it's a Ford dealer in Kentucky, a technician in Indiana, or an engineer in Michigan, we're proud to have them as part of the team. Ford built for America. Stay with us. More Wing Nation is coming up. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, And we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Appreciate Dominic Selzy joining us here as well as Aaron Reitzel. Coming up, uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, one of the events coming up in our area here. And we're still at 1240 Eastern Daylight Time on Tuesday. Not sure uh, what's going on with the World Finals. But the week leading up to the World Finals is the Keith Coons Give Back Classic up at Millbridge Speedway. 600 micros. The winner gets a Keith Coon Motorsports ride at the Chili Bowl. That's coming up. That's Monday as practice. Tuesday is qualifying. And, uh, and, and I don't remember the format exactly. Wednesday's the big night when the ride is available. So uh, if you're coming to Charlotte for the World Finals, uh, assuming that that's all still on schedule and on plan, make sure you check out our friends up at Millbridge Speedway. And one of the reasons and things I love going up there is our friends at Hefner Racing Products. Uh, we talk about them a lot of times for wings and for, 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 for mules and for all of the other things, but they also love karting from sprint to road racing to winged outlaw carts. HRP Streeter Superstands are the number one selling brand for karting. Automatic electric lifts, rolling stands, stackers to carry multiple carts, just like sprint cars, Hefner Racing Products. They have tire racks, engine racks, bead breakers, and a whole line of cart accessories. You can find out more at www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. Had an absolute ball today talking with Aaron Reitzel and with Dom Selzy, and so glad that you have joined us. Coming up later this week, Paul McMahon joins us on our Thursday podcast talking all things sprint cars, including his little silly season news as well. And coming up on Saturday, or this weekend actually, Rev TV Thursday night in Canada and on uh, MAV-TV on Saturday 
It is Jacob Allen joining us on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, our television program. Great, great stuff, great conversations all across the board. Hey, again, we appreciate it. Thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented Wing Nation Hercules Tires. brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com. 